Hello and welcome everybody to April 23rd, 2020. My name's Matt and I'm going to uh, be your guide. Your your guide. I was going to make a joke and I screwed it up. But I'm going to guide you through the 75th episode of the Dry Spellcast. Um, joining me on this quest, I have Austin. Hello, how's it going? And Jason. Hey... Uh, we do this uh, on a regular basis, so uh, if you aren't already subscribed to the podcast, uh, you can do that on like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or any, any podcast service other than any other than those two. Um, and so, yeah, we're just going to talk about video games for like the next hour or so. Um, yeah, it's been a week since it's I... It's been one week it's been one week since sure. I talked to you, um, so I want to check in with you guys and see how's it going. Um, I know y'all are busy. I'm not, but I know you guys continue to be, and so uh, how's it going, guys? Uh, I guess I'll take over. Not I, We've been... The busy thing is definitely where we're at right now. I didn't get off work till about an hour ago, uh, so I was like racing over here because I finished, I was like working, and I'm finished up and I was like about half an hour from here so I like I was like hustled to get back because I had to get back to the terminal and drop my truck off and uh, I was racing I literally got on like five after five so made it we're here you scar sound some day. hot dogs I almost streamed out I, you I, eating hot dogs because that's content that I'm sure somebody out there wants to watch I, I did scarf down two hot dogs real fast for uh, at least for you two to witness so I needed it I was so hungry I just like sat down on the rest. <laughs> I'm so hungry. So, big day, a lot of fun. I can tell I've been getting some sun. If anyone's paying attention, I y'all so shaved. Who does that? I did shave. Uh, there actually was a purpose to it, though. Uh, I had this really bad dry, like red, flaky spot, like right here, that was like not going away. And yeah, as much as I was like trying to like take care of it, I was like. The way I had to do it was just I need to shave and get down to the skin itself, and and sure enough, it's cleared up, looks better. And I'm gonna let my hair grow out of you. So personally, well, I I'm like all about like this podcast can be about anything, anything personal about yeah. our lives or anything. But I actually don't <laughs> want to hear about your rashes. Like you know that's the step that I'm gonna be like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> is that is that a step too far? Right, it's good now. I'm handsome again. Jordan. I will say, I, this, I, is like, this is the first time like I've had more facial hair than you. I think. Yeah, I think. Movie. I think in mm -hmm. history of the world now, uh, it's the first time I sh fully shaved my beard since uh, Christmas time of 2017. I think last time I fully shaved my face. So it's been it's been two two and a half years. Two years. Yeah. Um, it's, I didn't recognize myself at first. I was like, who, who is this guy in the mirror? Get out of the mirror. Get out of the mirror. Isn't that a song in Mulan? What? Let my reflection shine? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, other than that, you know, I've just been working six days a week because we have no other options at the moment. So, yay, essential workers. <laughs> yay. That's okay. I, I'm... My bank account is thanking me at the moment, so I can at least take solace in that because, first off, I'm not spending money 
going out to restaurants, whatever, buying like random stuff because I'm not going to Target every other Thursday or whatever. How often I'd go or stuff like that. So I'm like, wow, I, I, you know, sitting on a little bit of a little nest egg, I guess. I don't know what they call it. I also got my, you know, stimulus check also helps too. So. Which, so, yes, those are rolling out, right? So, mine has been deposited now twice into the same exact closed checking account, um, and they the bank keeps on refusing it, so it just stays in limbo, and uh, I can't talk to anybody about it. It's been wonderful. Um, eventually, I might get one mailed to me. Who knows? Uh, Jason, how yeah. are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Same sort of thing going on as Austin. Uh working five days a week i i have the option to work six but i sit there like i I need to keep my weekends last time i uh, for a while at work was just eating up every day and they weren't respecting my time so i decided i'm gonna pull back on that and make sure that i respect my own time so yes i'm not getting all the overtime but at the same time i'm not out in public for you know six seven hours extra which i should not be out in public for that extra time i should not be out in public at all but i don't know stores for, decide that we need to have like hundreds of people in the store at once i guess so Do i won't sell say which a one. lot of hoses i sell we rope? sell everything chain <laughs> i've seen rope i've seen chain i've seen Poses, I've seen all sorts of things in that. Because the rope you buy at like a department store or like a, you know, you know what I'm saying, a box yeah. store, is definitely used for sex. Oh, yeah. I, so the next I mean, time was... you see somebody buying rope, you look at them and you wink and say, "Have a nice time," <laughs> and then slowly walk there you away. Go. They, Either uh, sex or they're about to hang themselves. So, yeah. I, if so, here's the deal. If I was going to hang myself, I probably wouldn't buy the rope from from like one of those stores. If I'm going to buy rope to hang myself with, I'm going to buy like nice rope, right? Like good load bearing rope. And Matt knows a thing or two about nooses. He's talked to us about this. It's true. Not that I've ever tried to hang myself or I've ever wanted to hang myself, but I do know how to tie a noose. Um, oh, I, I remember that. Like, you had it because you just were fascinated in just tying it. And we I were thought it was for a class. Yeah, I used it for a class project. That's right. Um, okay, that's right. And I remember we were we went camping in, with Jardine, <laughs> and we just opened the back of your truck, and there's just a noose sitting back. All right. That... <laughs> <laughs> I still do have we, that do we, rope. Do we need to talk? Yeah, we, we we since untied the noose that I believe that same evening, but Oh I'm sure. Well and uh they're kind of pain in the ass to tie. Uh and again, that rope that I have, I probably wouldn't use for that purpose anyways. Um it's just not, you know not that nice. Oh fun rope. fact. Uh luckily we're all back to normal. My power was out apparently today. So that is a fun fact. Yeah, well, I'm glad it's back because I wasn't sure. And it, I just saw this in the background. This is your camping stove right here. That. Oh, so when yeah. Matt moved to Florida, he like left some stuff and like bequeathed me some items of. 
but left some stuff i left a lot of stuff (laughs) uh so he gave me this camping stove which he just got for like that christmas because we were like starting to do a camping thing and then he he goes and moves away great uh so i just had to store it away and alexis almost busted it out today to cook some food there you go i think she i think she decided to just use the charcoal grill outside so she's like well i don't want to take it apart it's all brand new and still packaged it's fine i don't think that take it apart eventually somebody should use it at some point yeah it's just chilling here so that my you know that mic stand just kind of behind this oh yeah i forgot to give you a mic stand yeah i mean i don't know i had lots of garbage like that um now the stove that I keep is like one of those little backpacking ones, but that's like for hurricanes. So I don't use it unless there's a hurricane um, because that's something I worry about now. Um, so yeah, uh, it's been, it's been a long week. Um, just like every week. Um, some video games have been played. Uh, some haven't been, I have a serious question for you guys. All right. Are either of you, going to watch Travis Scott's concert in Fortnite. I actually did not know that was a thing until I turned on my computer to get on here and I got the little notification from Epic on my computer and I thought it was just a game so I didn't even look at it because that's usually what they are. Uh, and then as soon as I opened Twitch, I just saw this Travis Scott concert on Fortnite and decided I have better things to spend my time on than watching. Uh- Watching an artist I don't really care to listen to, and in a game I despise. Well, I I think Fortnite's a good game. I, I think well now it's not as good, but it was good in the first part. But but was it was it though? Know. Austin, I'm gonna just ignore you for a little bit. But uh, I have no point. idea who Travis Scott is, so I will so not be you... attending the concert. I love did... the idea of virtual concerts, though. I love that. I like I like the general concept. <laughs> Do you remember the halftime show with Maroon Five when they uh, they started doing the SpongeBob thing and a guy came out rapping? Yeah, oh, okay. That's, That's Travis Scott. Scott. Oh, okay. They could have literally know about picked him my... any good rapper, but they chose Travis Scott. So here. I only really know about him because like my my cousins are obsessed with him. So I don't. I, I don't think I've ever. I know he has that one song called Sicko Mode, and that's all I got. I don't think I've ever listened to it ever, but. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to recognize it. Yeah, that, I, I, I know it's. Know I know it exists, but I don't. I don't care. It's not my style of music. It never really has been my style of music. Don't ever see it becoming my style of music. So. See, it's not even that it's not my style of music. It's that I uh, think he's garbage. Like, I just don't think he's good. Um, and I'm sure people out there do, but I'm not sure I've ever talked to somebody who thought Travis Scott was a great rapper. Yeah. Like I said, I, I didn't even know who he was, but if it was someone who I respected and I wanted to listen to, like, I would probably be re-downloading Fortnite. Like, fuck yeah. Let's do this. Sell it. <laughs> that seems like, so it's like the first brand that pops into my head. So first of all, I want to I want to pose this question. If you heard that a band was giving a live concert in a video game, one, what video game? Two, what band? Oh, oh that's a hard question because what one, video game? you have to know that they like are at least sub- interested in video games enough to know they could do this sort of thing. 
Well, so let's say like an agent just says, oh, you're, you're going to do oh, this. Okay. They, they don't have to be conscious that like right. their performance is okay, going to be. Gonna, I don't know what game it's going to be, but it's going to be Madonna's Like a Virgin. <laughs> so you want like a Madonna concert. There you um, go. And I get the joke. Um because that would only be funny to sing like a virgin to a group of Fortnite players, right? Like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be all good. By the way, uh, interjection: my bells, my turnips are fifty-seven bells. So, I'm gonna great. Just go Thank you <laughs> for turn, derailing that. Go ahead and um, turn this off. But that so does I think bring up the idea: Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing would have a great life one. Animal Crossing would need better multiplayer integration to pull something like that off. And you all know that they're not going to do that. So I think of something like, uh, like seeing a concert in like VR, right? So I think of something like my first initial thought is something like sandbox, open world, kind of like VR chat, a good version of that. But like Uh something like VR chat where like, um, See, this is something I would see like I, I can, Muse I mean, this doing. Could be, this could be Muse a question would be, for the audience. Too. I could see that one. All right. Or, I mean, the easy answer would be like K-pop, like some K-pop band. Yeah, and that was actually my thought was if you could see someone like I think it's BTO, well, K- K-pop and Persona Five. And I was saying it would could be in like Final Fantasy fourteen since that's an MMO. That would make perfect sense. I, I don't think it's BTO. I think it's BTS. It's BTS. That's it. BTO is Bachman Turner Overdrive. Correct. I don't see them doing it. No, I, I'm not <laughs> even sure Bachman Turner Overdrive is still alive. Right. But if they were, Final Fantasy fourteen. All right. No. Hologram, Beethoven on the piano. I mean, go. sure. But so, <laughs> so the point is to have somebody living doing a live performance and you being in that same space and watching it see i don't know how like fortnite's doing it. i don't know if it's like pre-recorded or something like that but it would be super rad to from, see something from like what that. i from what i just saw it was him as a character model in the game and he's 800 feet tall walking above the map rapping that's sure. what i just saw and then also that he was flying around like this but so that's, how that's, that's how they were doing that's how they were doing the concert uh, what he's saying is like is he performing live or is it like at that time right i bet it's 100 percent pre-recorded because it's already rendered into the game and everything so yeah but the audio doesn't need to be you know or if you think about neither are really your characters like in the game are responding to the things you're doing you could easily motion cap somebody live and do it like and do a live performance like it yeah, um, I say easily, like I'm an expert in mocap, which I'm not. Um, but I'm assuming it wouldn't be that that difficult. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that's kind of an interesting thought. Um, considering the rest of our lives are just going to be online, we might as well get used to that idea, right? Yeah. Um, I, I have seen that, uh, more live performances on YouTube in the past week <laughs> than I think I have my entire life. So, <laughs> well, if I could deliver packages online. Then we're then we're talking, but don't think it's happening anytime soon. Unless I get soon, I maybe I'll just be able to fly a drone around. I'm thinking about that. I'm like, you know what? I could just thing. like pull over, just get a drone out of the back of my truck. And just... We'll see. But 
We survived. I, I think, I think, I think, I think uh, the Federal Express is a little far behind. <laughs> I think, I think Amazon's going to beat her one to it. But I do know that uh, Fantasy Star Online, they actually do, they have like regular quest lines that'll be a concert that'll pop up while you're playing. And hmm. I, I do think that's kind of a cool idea. Like, I think that's more a pre recorded type thing rather than sure. a live concert. But I would definitely love to see something like that. I know that Guild Wars 2 also does it. Guild Wars 2? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you. It would have to be an all like an always online multiplayer like an mm. MMO style game level. If you want to do a live concert, it's gonna have to be there because it just seems like it's because you can't like have a live concert like Rainbow Six Siege or something. Yeah, no. No. I can see. Air shooting, and then you know, whoever shows Justin Timberlake <laughs> just walking down the hallway. I know, can see something like Destiny doing sexy it back. with Paul McCartney. Now that I think about it. <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah, if they're on the best of float. terms anymore. But... <laughs> Floating on the moon. Oh, that was weird. Because they they hid that in Destiny 2, right? That was an Easter egg in like the first level. Yeah, it was. Like if you stood next to a door, you could hear that song playing. And I'm not sure yeah. that Paul McCartney was very happy with the outcome of that song either. So. Does Paul McCartney yeah. even know what's going on still? Or is he just kind Yeah, of... he's still pretty yeah. lucid. Okay, just don't know. Cause he's getting up there. Yeah, they all are. Yeah. Poor guy. He's definitely still uh, getting around fine, it looks like. Better than John Lennon. I mean, no one's getting around <laughs> right true. now. That's so. true. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Travis Scott is doing a concert right now. So, anyways. Um, cool. Well, cool, cool. That's, that's, that's I news think that's for a cool people. idea. It I is guess. news. In, including us, um, so let's, let's let's talk about games. It's games that I've been playing, and games that you've been playing. Games that we've all been playing. Um, I think that obviously the easiest one is uh, what am I typing? Animal Crossing: <laughs> New Horizons. Right, and it actually um, has fallen by the wayside for a couple weeks for me while Final Fantasy has been going on. So I'll let you guys talk about it this week. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that it's basically the same, um, which is why I don't want to talk about it too much, but there are some updates that we might as well highlight. Yeah, um, there are So some I know, updates. like, we have been... Um, this is my first week dealing with the stock market. It's um, true. You, yeah, you're, you're a virgin in the stock market. So. Yeah, so this was the first week, and so, like, um, I didn't have, like, a ton of bells to invest on the first day. Um, but, uh, I bought all that I could, uh, and I got a text. So we, we, we all kind of send each other updates on how much bells are and stuff in our, in our towns. Um, so I hopped on this morning to check, uh, and I got a text from one of my old roommates, uh, and he said, Hey, bell, uh, turnips are 536 bells on my island and i was like cool i'll come to your island wait, so i went over wait, to his this? island uh danny okay uh, who's been on, me on, on uh the dry spell cast before um so yeah so, on freaking animal crossing uh yeah, Lord. sorry i think sorry. it maxes out at 600 so like that's like his it, it was pretty close almost. So yeah, um, so I went over and um, made a profit. And like the thing that I realized um, going back and 
it kind of opened up the game a little bit more for me because up to this point I've kind of been like bottlenecked by how many bells I have um, because I'm still like I'm selling all the like uh, insects and like plants and like all this stuff and like for me like a big a good like one is I have a huge orchard right now um, basically like half of my island um, or at least like one quadrant is just fruit trees when I harvest all of them I get about a hundred thousand bells um, and so that's been kind of my money maker but I've been so slow in like moving uh, like around the buildings to where I want them to be or funding projects and all of these things. So like now it's kind of like opened that up for me. So now like I've started moving buildings, which obviously like once you tell them, oh, I want to move this, it takes a day for it to happen. So like that still is keeping me slow, but now I'm like terraforming my island more and I've like I spent probably four to five hours today just building paths because now I feel like, oh, now I have a direction in this game. Uh, and so that's been kind of nice to play it that way. Um, I still have like a mountain of insects because the the person who buys insects from you on the island, I haven't seen them in like two weeks so i don't know when they come um i did sell all my fish the other day because uh the guy who buys fish showed up but um I, I don't really understand like their their frequency i think it's like once a week but i don't understand why i'm not seeing them all once a week because i'm definitely on every day so i don't know if i'm missing something or i'm just being complacent or whatever uh but yeah uh today has been really good because that game has kind of like started to wean on me a little bit where I'm like I don't know how much more of this I want to do but today kind of refreshed that because now that I can fund the projects I want to do I'm like oh well I want to build a community pool I want to build a playground um, yeah. my, my big project is I'm going to build an amphitheater like mm -hmm. and like all these things that I really really want to do um, and just haven't had the money um, to do and so that's been really nice that's awesome. Yeah. I, I deliberately slowed down on that part because I feel like I'm like, if I get this thing, these things done, like the infrastructure and get like, you know, the five star rate on the island and get the concert, was it KJ Slider? Is that his name? KK Slider. KK, yeah. KK Slider. Uh, I feel like once I do that, there's nothing else to like progress towards and I don't want to already lose the progression in that game i get what you're at though matt because like i was i felt the same thing like wow it's, it's so expensive to build bridges and stuff like that it's terrorists and it's like hundreds of thousands of bells and uh obviously the stock the stock market's the way to alleviate the costs of that because um like even for me who has a second person playing on the switch on the same island they can't really contribute money to the projects unless they actually just drop money uh, for me to pick up it when I when I get on, which I think is kind of annoying. I don't like that. It's it's once again it's it's Nintendo's multiplayer just doesn't work well. You think that the yeah. person like if you share an island with people, they could all put money towards a, a project and not the main guy has to do everything. Yeah. Uh, and I was hoping that would like. They would be able to fix that um, coming up here in the future, but we, I have. Uh, they're not going to. I will no. tell you that right now. But with how, I mean, with how many updates they've had on Animal Crossing, 
it's, but they're not going to fix that. No, That's you're true, right. I, I guess it's that. it's <laughs> their way of like making things secure, and I think it's a weird, asinine way of doing it. But they're like, all right, you can give your kid the controller, and he's not going to screw up your island. Well, I, I get that, but you know. I trust my girlfriend's going to do enough on the island where I'm not going to like be like, you right. ruined everything! You do, uh, but your four-year-old son... Well, I don't have a four-year-old son. So. Correct. Which is uh, why I'm but seeing maybe, but that. They, they can allow you maybe to like let Choose. allow certain characters Settings. onto... Like, I mean, they, they exactly. could, but... That's, that seems like an easy won't. thing. Because it's like the fact that when you invite a friend over, they can't do anything on your island until you make them a best friend, and then they can, like, harvest stuff and whatnot. It could be the same kind of thing. You mm -hmm. can pick someone who lives on your island to be another, whatever, the resident or whatever you're considered called. Resident I don't know. And then representative. They're, yeah, and then they're, they're allowed to do everything you can and I that's like why why one can make you play by Animal Crossing because and especially when you play uh two at a time, the whole I wish it was honestly I wish it was split screen versus just one screen because the second place the second player like literally can't really do anything until you shake your controller and then pass the first the first person to them. Which actually that's it, it's pretty easy to do that. Um but it's just annoying the fact that you have to do that. We can't just both be on our island at the same time and at different parts of the island, you know, catching fish or harvesting trees and stuff like that. You have to be together the whole time because you can't, you can't venture off on your And own. I'll say again, Austin, like everything you're saying makes perfect sense. So none of it is going to happen. None of it's going to happen because Nintendo, I guess, yeah. doesn't know how to do online. And yeah, my and one last gripe on Animal Crossing <laughs> that I can see being fixed it just hasn't happened if you have a crafting station in your house you shouldn't yep. have to get the crafting materials out of your house inventory to craft <laughs> you're correct and that could be a fix i could see that that's that a fix that should have happened that should have been in the game originally because that is it's very annoying i just it's but very see, annoying i'm like oh i need a new fishing pole oh i gotta go into my inventory grab the stuff then go to my crafting bench craft it and put all the excess in, uh, crafting <laughs> materials back into my house inventory. I mean, <sighs> see the difference there is uh, it's not a multiplayer, you know, right. required thing. So it, it probably will happen. That's that's uh, like that's the thing about this game that frustrates me the most. It's it's the little tweaks that they could do to make things easier. I mean that the fact that that if I want to like build ten uh, fishing baits. I, that I don't have to go through that that whole sequence. Oh well, yeah, you can't craft multiple like, items. Like you have to do yeah, it one at a time, and he's got. Hey, I crafted this. Yep. Like, I, I don't care. It's um, it's it, crafting, like it's a lot of. It's a lot of like figuring out how the timing of the animations and knowing exactly when you can press B to bypass certain parts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of well, mashing A when you're crafting, so it goes faster and it's yeah. stuff like that. That's like really that, frustrating about the game. Dialogue and like when you go to the Dodo Airlines guy and like, you know. Oh, that's the worst. You want to, want to use your nip ticket to fly to an island. It's, it's like 12 prompts that you have to get through and I'm like, can't we just streamline this? Like, oh, fly. Okay, bye, and go. Right. Um, so I'm, it's I'm it's a lot of little things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's just quality of life issues. I mean, I'm still playing Animal Crossing every day. I'm getting on every day, uh, getting my miles, doing probably the, the my dailies, I guess. You know, the times two, to, you know, potentially times five. 
stuff for the Nick Miles, but I don't know. We'll see. Yes. I, I'll probably keep playing it because, you know, we're about to hit the end of April, so May's going to start, and there'll be new bugs to catch, new fish to catch, <laughs> uh, stuff like that. So there's always going to be something new, new events. I know they're having, like, the... Yes, yeah, let's talk about that right now. Um, so yeah. yeah, they they an update dropped it this morning. Um, there's a couple of additions. So first of all, Leaf's Garden Shop is there. Um, actually, I think it's Leif. Um, it was how you would pronounce that. Um, but uh, yeah, so he sells shrubberies and stuff like that. Um, and so I'm going to make a like part of my island so like when i have visitors i'm gonna trap them in an area and make them give me a shrubbery um just for lols um <laughs> you should make a, you should make a, you should make like a like a shining style maze yeah when you get off the and dock at the end at the end i'm just standing there and i say with your axe. i am the knight who says knee bring me a shrubbery um right Somebody has I to get that it. reference out. I there. would love it. Okay. Um, so, uh, and then there's a riverboat that's supposed to be coming. So I met Leif this morning. Um, there's supposed to be a riverboat selling special furniture and art because now your museum can show off art as well, which I think yes. is a cool little addition. Yeah. Um, Nature Day is what's happening right now, um, which is basically new Nook Miles things. So, like, my first Nook Mile challenge was oh, plant shrubberies cool um and stuff like that um and upcoming we're looking at the mayday tour um which is a one-time ticket to a special new island um Ooh. this is where the bdsm stuff heart happens oh. um Whoa. kinky international museum day adds a stamp book players fill out by visiting in-game exhibits and then wedding season which is the entirety of june um brings married couples to reese and cyrus uh, to harvey's island and adds a wedding picture studio and wedding themed items sure um yeah i mean i think more content for that is good they i was a little surprised how much stuff they dropped all at the same time um, so yeah, but but which makes me really happy for the future that if every one of these updates is going to be this much content, there's always going to be something to do in this game. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully uh, they just keep up with that because one thing that bugs me is if you have been following the news on Mario Maker Two, mm -hmm. uh, it came out a little under a year ago, around June. And as of just a couple days ago, they announced not just a big update drop, but the final. their final update, which kind of says to me, Nintendo, what are you doing? Like, you have this live game that people are still playing. There is a very active community that just, follows. Just hear, hear me out, Jason. Mario Maker 3. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably what's going to happen. For the, for the new... So here's the rumor. The new Switch... We'll be able to play on the Switch and the TV simultaneously. Right. Um, you know. They did that. Those are. It's it's the, that's it, that's the joke. That's that's my joke. I. Uh, no, I, there's actually legitimate like data mine leaks about that. Oh really? I was actually yeah. <laughs> being uh, an ass and making fun of the Wii U. Uh, but actually, like not really, not really making fun of the Wii U. Actually, like commemorating the Wii U, that the Wii U was actually I, was kind of cool, but people it hated just, it. <laughs> It was, it was bad done timing. in the weirdest way where you weren't sure if it was a Wii Plus or if it was a brand new console, so it kind of died. 
Yes. It's just the Wii. <laughs> uh, it's a good console. It's just I just, actually did not know that. All in how uh, they did that. <laughs> You know what? That would actually make a lot of sense if the the new Switch came out with the, the dock would be connected and so you could run two screens. Thinking smart. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm not sure how it'll turn out. Which maybe maybe will be the next thing I buy because like I have considered getting a Switch Lite, so maybe I'll hold out, buy a new Switch, and then use this as my Switch Lite. You know? Right. But who knows? Who knows what's gonna it happen? It could all be rumors, but well, yeah. it would be cool. This what would be, be cool if they allowed you, like, if you get a new Switch, allow the old Switch to be another screen, so you could have multiple people playing. So you have, say, you have two Switches. Um, you have multiple people playing on their, and they have their own individual screen, and then the main screen on the TV. I mean, there I feel go. like that would be easy to do, considering you could just treat it as another controller, basically. Like, if someone. Well, so that's what I'm Switch saying. Like, actually, like, use the Switch as like another controller. So if you have like. A couple friends, like the three of us. Between the three of us, there's four, we have four switches. Right. Uh, if, you, if there's a game where you could use the switch as an actual controller, and then it's also projected on the screen, I think it actually be really cool. Yeah, that could be I some mean, cool that's, stuff. That's kind of like what you can do on Steam with the remote play. Where yeah. you can like invite people and they like connect to your machine, and it's like they have a controller plugged into your computer. Guys, I think I just came up with the good ideas. Damn. Yeah, I could see that being a really good couch co-op type mm -hmm. thing. I love it. That's where Nintendo might actually Nintendo, do because if you're it's listening, not online. <laughs> well, because I'm thinking because if they come out with a new Switch, what about the people that already have a Switch, the current Switch or a Switch Lite? They don't want them just to be like, oh, well, you're now obsolete. No, use them. They can still do what the new Switch does, but work with the new Switch and, you know, Beer play or you know be a controller and still yeah. be able to play the game. I'm totally hypothetical. We have no idea that this new switch coming out. It's just a switch X, and, a switch NX, right? That's what I heard. I don't know. Um. So oh, know. before before we get off the Animal Crossing tangent, um, I have one final question for you. So as I explained earlier, I went to another like player's island to sell my turnips. What do I owe that person? A friendly handshake. So basically, there were three of us on the island. We stood in a circle and just sneezed on each other. Um, okay, that seems uh, like that was literally the majority of the uh, interaction. I we just wonder, stood in the I mean, shop is, sneezing on each other, and then on like Timmy and Tommy, it was it is, was a great scene. Is there, that sounds there fantastic. There probably is like a courtesy amount that you should give them, like a tip or something. Yeah, to... I mean, so I dropped like a handful of pears and then ten thousand bells. Yeah, I mean that's and probably left. okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, how much money? Did, how tip. much money did you make? Um, about three hundred thousand. So I mean, you could have left ten percent of that, thirty thousand bells, and probably been fine. I don't know. Okay, so like and a ten percent tip. I don't know. Like I, I'm just curious what your thoughts would be because I, I know, guess I've like, never thought about that because I've had Je Jesse and Jason have all sold on my island. I've sold on other people's islands. I've never like left money as a. I, well, so that's like a that's a big thing online right now, like on the forums and stuff. Um, I think there's some websites literally dedicated to this where you can charge fees to people that can come on your island, and you like leave your Venmo, and so people will yeah. pay you like actually, a certain real amount money. of dollars, actual real money, to oh, come yeah. sell their turnips on your island. Well, and have you seen that uh, they people made like a almost an Amazon storefront for 
crafted items that they're selling in the game for bells or for mm-hmm. real money. Nuts. Yeah, well, I mean, people are selling guess, island visitors. Like, I guess this is yeah. what ha- happens when you uh, just lock the whole country down. What is it? It's the. I mean, they've been doing this for years. But like, so like, what's the uh, the cat? Like the really smart cat with the glasses. Um, oh, I saw that yesterday. Like he, like he's going for, like for a ton of money right now because people want I, him on their island. I don't get it. Why does he like offer anything? I don't know. Some have better like personalities than others. You know? I have a uh, gorilla that wears a pink sweatsuit the entire time and talks mm-hmm. about lifting weights. And he probably sucks. He looks like a penis. <laughs> Do you want a penis on a character in your but now I and... But now I don't want to get rid of him because he was one of my, my original two. So uh, uh, he's he's sticking around. Yeah, I mean, I have an anteater that's the weightlifting guy. Um, yeah, this guy's the weightlifting and guy. And he, he loves me. We get along so well. So I'm like, yeah. You know what I'll sucks? My first two people were both weightlifting people. Oh, that does suck. <laughs> They're both like, let's get our pumps in. I'm like, dude, you're a robot chicken. No. Stop no. talking to me. <laughs> or you're a, a penis ape. I don't know. It's My characters are weird. Uh, luckily, my girlfriend recruited some nice, some cool people. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so we have like a cool like deer person. We have two bunnies now and blah, another bird. But the deer guy's cool. Yeah. Game's weird. Game's great. I love it. Talking about weird, great games. So I'm going to continue on. So this past week was a holiday. And if you didn't uh, know, uh, happy 420 to everybody. Um, It was Earth Day, dude. Yesterday. Actually, it's my my mom's birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, mom. Not as important as 420. Neither your mom's birthday or Earth Day is as important as 420. So, um, yeah, so... To be fair, 420 can be kind of related to Earth Day because it's all natural, so, you know... Right, that's true. But the fact that it was 420 um, in 420, uh, I think, was a a big deal for this year. Um, Did you celebrate, Matt? No. I was awake during both 420s, too. Um, AM and PM. Um... Yeah, no. I, I mean, no. Obviously, I was not celebrating other than the occasional ironic, hey, happy 420. Um, and all of my friends with, that I was playing games with that day can attest to all of this government. So, um, <laughs> uh, a drug dealer simulator uh, came out. Uh, and so I downloaded the demo of it because I'm not going to pay for it. Um and I got in a little bit of argument with a couple of friends yesterday because I was playing it um, and I said it was stupid and they said that I couldn't judge the game being only 20 minutes in it and so I'm going to kind of agree and I'm going to compromise on this and I'm going to say drug dealer simulator the first 20 minutes are stupid um, <laughs> there you go so no, I can argue with that I don't know much about past that. I think I played like a half an hour of it. Um, And yeah, so basically the game is, is you live in this like kind of like rundown area complex. uh, I believe it's called the, the projects there, Matt. Sure. (laughs) Um, 
but it's like it seems like an authoritarian government because like police will show up and they're like walking around in like riot gear with guns and then they frisk you um so actually it's just mike bloomberg's new york um so uh basically the game is is you get drugs from the cartel you cut the drugs and then you sell the drugs um and i don't know it was it was like it was a lot of just like running around and like making drug jokes which is like where it lost me because it was literally like the like the the tone i think was the worst part of this game because when you first when the game first starts you wake up your alarm clock's going off you like wake up it's first person you grab the alarm clock you chuck it across your room and then you wake up to like your downstairs neighbor screaming at you and you like yell back or you're a fucking bitch and like like and like all this stuff and then you wake up and you're like man i don't remember what happened last night i got so high and and then like you answer the phone from your like your your supplier and you're you're like yeah i can't remember what happened last night i was so fucked up and like all this stuff and then he's like oh yeah that's cool man party on bro and it, like i was just like nah i can't take this anymore and so i so, it deleted you know, it you sound you sound like my next door neighbors i'm like just straight up so i live next to a friend now and they've been there for uh, about right. a year now and where I'm at right now, my, this wall right here is literally the wall that faces them. And my air conditioning unit is right above my head, and which is pretty much a direct hole to the outside. And I literally hear shit like that all the time. Like, dude, bro, I was so fucked last night. Um, I actually walked out, like, I think it was like two weeks ago. This guy was just puking in the backyard. It was like two in the afternoon. Dude, quarantine's hit you hard, bro. You need to stop. Yeah. I, I relate. And if a game was like that, I would honestly uninstall it right away. Because I mean, I think the most funny part of it was the fact that like Steam recommended this game to me on 420. Uh, yeah, I saw that pop up too. Yeah, and the other game that they were advertising that day was the uh, remastered version of SpongeBob: Battle for Bikini Bottom. Hell yeah! I, have that I mean, game. that's the way you should have went. I, I'm just saying. Oh, I didn't buy either of them, but it. I I feel like both of those games were well suited to April twentieth. So, um, yeah. Anyways. I just want to throw it out there because uh, I, I had to explain my piece on this <laughs> game. Um, but the real game that I want to talk about, um, if, you know, if I wasn't just rambling already. Um, so <laughs> I, I've i been getting a little burnt out on games. Um, and I, I knew this was going to come. Um, but I'm like, and I'm trying to ward it off as much as possible. But, you know, just sitting there and playing games all day long every day sounds like a dream. But I get bored easily and distracted and you get into that routine where you're like oh i'm just gonna switch a game i'm gonna switch a game i'm gonna play this now i'm gonna play this now and it starts to like kind of overload right um because i'm not like i'm not making money and like to play specific games like if you're in the games media industry whatever you're gonna get paid to play this game you're gonna play it through i'm not in that boat right 
So it's right. literally I'm constantly switching. Not games. yet, but maybe with uh, your help. Subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I was looking through games, and so I was like, "All right." I, I remember buying the Beginner's Guide, but I was just looking for a walking simulator, something that can tell me a story, I interact a little bit with, and just kind of play. You know, like the Gone Home style game. Um, and a Beginner's Guide is a game created by the creator of uh, Stanley Parable. So it's very similar in a lot of ways, um, at least kind of in the way of storytelling. There's a narrator, um, and you walk through different scenes. Um, in this case, the narrator is leading you through a collection of games created by a friend of his. Um, and kind of like talking about like what he thought the game was. Um, and then like it gets to a point where he starts to like kind of dissect about like oh this is what uh, the game developer's name is Coda this is what Coda is thinking in this game and why he starts using these motifs and all of this stuff game's about an hour and a half long about three quarters of the way through it totally hits full force right in the face tons of fills like feels um and then the rest of it is just really hard to play and um in a good way and then it just kind of leaves you hanging right at the end i really liked that game it's been about probably Mm -hmm. half a year or more since i played it but i did too um and the problem is is it's hard to speak about this game without going too far into what the story is um, but for me, like when I was playing it, I started thinking like I started like thinking about myself and why I quit music. And because there were a lot of like similar themes between like what Coda was feeling and stuff like this. Um, and I don't know, like it it, it was a very fascinating exploration um, on games, on game development, on criticism and uh basically injecting your own feelings and thoughts into somebody else's work and like kind of where where it's appropriate to do things like that and when it's not appropriate to do things like that yeah i kind of got the scene out of that i thought it was just a fantastic narrative Mm -hmm. really well done um I had to do a little bit of research afterwards and just to find out a little more. And there's actually like a fairly uh, not argumentative, but oh, I don't know the right word, but people are kind of split on the narrator and the stuff right. he dives into. Divisiveness. Yeah. Decisive. And Divisive. So I had to look into that. and. Sorry. It's it's really interesting to see what it kind of spawned, and I think it's it's just a fantastic game when it comes down to it. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really liked the narrative part of it, but you're right. By the end of it, you, like I was kind of sitting there thinking, I was like, kind of rethinking about like how do I decide the way I feel and the way like I critique games and really art of any kind. Um, and I thought it was, it was just a really interesting take on that whole thing. Um, you know, like said, it's only about an hour and a half long. Uh, it's a very quick, uh, 
sit down, finish it once thing, which is exactly what I was looking for at the time. Um, and I did, I kind of came out thinking about like all of this stuff. Um, and yeah, and I, I, I find myself super split on the ending and the meaning and all of these things. Uh, yeah. and I, like, I'm really, really glad to have had that experience, um, with for it. sure. It's nice to have games like that, that you can just kind of sit after and it's not some big set piece mm-hmm. style game, but it's so contemplative that you just sit down at the end, just like, wow, what, what is this? This is a, and you just have all these thoughts that come to you. It's great. Yeah. Oh no. Um, I'm going to add one last game onto <laughs> this know. list. Um, Unless you have anything else to say about the Beginner's Guide, um, I do recommend no, it, but I, I only really recommend it if you liked Gone Home or Firewatch or Tacoma, like those kind of games where like it's, it's like somebody kind of leading you through a story. Um, if you're looking for gameplay, this isn't a great game for you. Um, yeah. So the last game I want to talk about um, is I finally, after years of playing minutes at a time, Finish Dream Daddy. Did you finally finish? What'd you think? Um, I thought it was great. I loved the ending. So, um, Dream Daddy's a dating simulator. Dream, did you find where, your Dream Daddy? Yes, uh, yes, I absolutely did. Um, uh, so yeah, basically, it's a dream. It's a it's a dating simulator. Uh, it's a visual novel. Um, where you move with your your daughter. You're a single parent. You move to a cultizac. Um, with full of dads who also are like solo parenting their kids or have like strange marriages or so on and so forth. Um, so I did what any good person would do and I save scummed and saw every single ending. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I liked dream daddy when it came out. I, I liked, you know, especially like, the relationship you have with your daughter I think is incredibly well written I think like the dad jokes and all of that stuff is really good the use of puns um Mm -hmm. and yeah I mean my dream daddy was Matt um because he was rad as hell um And like and like all the little mini little, games. Little, little bias there. Oh, and like I like and I, he wasn't who I thought that I was gonna go after initially. I kind of like kind of decided, but like after like going on several dates with him, I was like, all right, this is the dude. Like he is my dream daddy. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good little uh, visual you hear, novel. You hear that, ladies? Matt Matt is your dream daddy. I am your dream daddy. Uh, Matt is your dream daddy.com if you're uh, looking for it. Um, yeah, so I, I think what I like most about that game is it totally uh, normalizes the idea of being a non heterosexual single parent. Uh, which, so is, which is something you don't see like, you, in no, video games at, at all. Ever. Um, and so I, I really liked the way it kind of handled that. And I think that it handled it in a very respective, like respectful tone because they could have not done that. Yeah. They could have made it very much like hand fisted or like, um, a joke. Yeah. A joke. And it totally wasn't like it, it was a, an actual, like 
good thing. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was very funny. It was a good time. It did take me like two some years to finish it. Um, because yeah, gosh, I remember but, talking about this forever. Well, yeah. We were, I think we were still recording a, the college. I think so. Talking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it just seemed like something that I could sit down and finish. And I really enjoyed the ending. Um, and enjoyed seeing all the endings that I could have. I didn't see all of them. I know there is like an ending where like, um, and the only reason I know this is because it's in the achievements, but you can have like a bad ending with your daughter. Um, and I, I don't know what you could have done to have that happen, but, um, you didn't really want it to happen though. No, not at all. (laughs) Um, like I said, I think the relationship between you and your daughter is really the special part of this game anyways. Uh, and so I, I just, I think it was really well done. And I haven't played it, but I've watched a few like, uh, streams of that sort of thing. And I think it's... uh, especially when you're talking about that relationship between your character and the daughter is just, it's really cool to see just like the back and forth between those two and everything. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I really think it's a well-written game and it, I respect uh, the developers for treating it seriously and the, enjoying making it because you can tell it was mm-hmm. a game made out of their love of it. Yeah. And their, their, their love of games and stuff. And there's a really cool, um, no clip documentary on this, um, that you can go watch. Uh, and it's really interesting if you're a fan of game drums, kind of seeing them in this other light. Um, so yeah, I thought I, I enjoyed it. I was sharing my screen with some friends of mine. Um, and they loved it like they were eating it up uh and so yeah i i think it's a great game um austin do you have things yeah. to add to your your war zoning uh so yeah obviously you know what i've been playing obviously we talk about animal crossing so i'm not gonna really go there anymore uh been doing a little more siege uh just kind of getting back into it having I mean, we played quite a bit a couple weeks ago, and we haven't really played as much lately. Uh, I haven't played a lot more Warzone. So last week, I know I made a bold statement saying I don't really like Warzone, <laughs> and I've come to redact that statement and saying I actually like Warzone. Uh, so I realized I don't like Warzone when I play in solos. Uh, that makes sense. I think it's, it's too boring. Uh, so it's like if you have no friends, I'm sorry, but it's, it's like you're not getting the full experience of that game. Because as soon as I transition... And play with the squad. And this last week they introduced four man squads, um, so like right. you know, PUBG esque style of game. Uh, it com- it's it's a completely different game, and I actually way more enjoy uh, being in the squads, which is weird for me because I always like doing things on my own in games like that. And I'm, I mean, I like what am I trying to say? Uh, Battle Royale, I not like that. But like, I like playing games by myself when I don't have... And if, if there's an option to play with people, I still prefer to play by myself sometimes. Uh, but in Warzone, it's definitely way better with the team. Uh, you know, I've, I have a friend who's really pretty dedicated to Grant. So we're all friends with Grant. I mean... Friends. Friends, air quote. <laughs> friends. Uh, but he's, like, really into it. And... So he's like the one that always tells me, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this. I watched a YouTube video on this. I'm like, dude, I don't care, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I play with him. We have a good time usually. We're playing a couple with his buddies. And 
Uh, we played with Pickles the other night, and honestly, it is. I'm actually really enjoying it now. I, I, <laughs> I, I've been all. It's all I've been really wanting to play was more Warzone because uh, I don't know what it is now. It's just being in the squad, and they introduced duos, but kind of. It's not the actual Warzone. It's the plunder game mode, which is like the first to like a million dollars or something. Which I haven't really done that yet, but it's that's the first duos. But apparently, coming up is actually going to be an actual duos, and that's why I think I'm really going to enjoy the game. Uh, it was just be you know me and one other person really kind of playing the game together. So, I mean, so yeah. what you're telling me is Warzone is just like sex. It's fine by yourself, but the more people you add, the better it gets. But I think after four people, it'd be just too much. Yeah, right? it's just too yeah. much to you handle. There's too much <laughs> going on. I don't, I don't know what's who. There's something who's coming in right at there. you from this side, and then yeah, and then this it's... side, and this side, and you know, you get someone down on that side, but then there's someone behind, yeah, you know, behind you there, and and as the circle closes, <laughs> yeah, the tighter the circle gets. Um, no, but that's that's and that's. Where I still have to learn in that game is like I've really got the gun, the game, the gunplay down of the game. I mean, I played what was it two days ago? We got on, I don't know. and uh, I think I got nine kills in one game, and the nine kills all happened in like a matter of five minutes, probably. And then the next game, I think I got like four, and then we quit after that. But like, but between, between two games, I got thirteen kills, and I thought it was pretty good. So. Ah, but we just I just keep getting screwed over by the circle because it's a different style of circle versus like an Apex or even PUBG where you can like just keep hugging the circle the entire time because there's other challenges, you know, like the bounties and stuff like that. Like that's what killed us last time is someone got a bounty against uh, one of my our squad mates and so they're able to track us for for three minutes and that really like puts a lot of pressure on you and if they get close enough to you it pings you on the for everyone to see um which i did not know that and that kind of is what screwed us over from probably getting close to a win i've never won in this game but i've gotten second a couple times so i'm kind of hoping to get um get the w one of these days the w in warzone sounds good yeah so I know. I don't know if you guys are huge fans of it. I don't know. It's all right. It's it's. I don't, I don't think the best time I've ever had playing a battle royale. It's definitely not the worst time I've ever had playing a battle royale. Um, I think for more fun, Apex is probably still going to be your bet. Um, yes, I think the, I'd the agree. Char- the characters and the abilities, and um, obviously the 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 games are a little shorter in Apex too. Like Warzone can actually like one round, you can be alive for. 20, 30 minutes before the game is over, which is, you know, that's a pretty long game. Uh, whereas Apex's games are about 20 minutes max. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's different. It's fun. I've gone, I've kind of, I've kind of have learned the more I played it this last week, learned more about how to play it, and I'm actually really enjoying it a lot more. So, well, yeah. So speaking of games that just last way too long, <laughs> Jason, why don't you give us your thoughts on Valorant? Since last week I was the only person who played it, and now um, I am not the only person who played it. So uh, I'll go ahead and start out by telling uh, the day I got this. It was kind of funny. I was hanging out in uh, 
I looked at my phone during my break at work, and I opened Twitch just to see if I got my drop or whatever, and it popped up. There was a notification, and I got all excited, and I opened up the notification, and there was nothing there. So I, I messaged my friend MyBrains, and I'm just like, fuck Twitch, and I was all upset about it. And, he, and then I uh, went to Riot's website, typed in my email address just to double check, and I had my drop, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Twitch. Because if only, if only you could <laughs> just put your email in there in the first place. I'm just... not getting into this argument again because you know my opinion, and I think this was a great way to. It was just a glitch that came up. So when I got it on this, uh, I fucking love it. The like uh, we've talked about mm-hmm. it a little bit, Matt and I, but the tactical gameplay of it, I I'm it's slow paced, but it's something about how you path into stuff into the point and stuff like that it's it's so much more fun to me than a lot of tactical shooters out there and I know it has some like a lot of difference to something like let's say Siege I know that's not a good comparison but what I mean is like uh, the shooting styles things like that like this game if you're moving at all you basically you will not hit that's just the expectation so stuff like that is taking a little bit of getting used to but I had this one little moment. I remember it was it was really fun. Before we were jumping into a regular game, we just did some twos, me and one of my friends, Colby, against Jesse and our friend Tommy. And it was a lot of fun because me and Colby are sitting there talking our way through as Tommy and Jesse are in a different Discord trying to uh, play against us. And the tactics about how you're going to approach what they did last time, how you're going to base off of that. and it was so much fun. You're sitting there making calls based on what you know the other people are going to do, what you hear, and dude, I'm loving this game, especially in like a full group. It is one of my favorite shooters I've played in a long time. And I, I don't know if it'll take over like where Overwatch was for me for the longest time, mm-hmm. but right now it's right up there and it is a lot of fun. Yeah, I I mean I I've played a little bit more of it, um, and I I have to agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, I think it kind of reminds me of like the early days of like playing like CS:GO or I I should say CS Source because right. I have more hours under Source than I do Go. But I remember being as a kid and kind of being that tactics and stuff like that, <laughs> and you know being in LAN parties and playing that way. So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think that's what this does really well. And I think the added abilities, if you're going to compare it to something like Siege, because Siege has the abilities, right? Right. But the difference is, is I, I feel like Siege is, it's, it's all based on your abilities, like what your person can do. It feels like everything else is kind of behind that. Like, obviously the shooting and stuff is important, but you have to be able to master the abilities that your character has this doesn't feel that way this feels like the the abilities are more of just kind of an addition um because you're not you're not buying and your way through every single round yeah you know like you have to be more tactically minded with it because you're not gonna have this ability every single round you know one thing i love about that and exactly what you're saying is uh if you think i'll compare this to overwatch because it's something i i know really well 
the, the abilities you have in there, they can break the gate. Like, when it comes down to it, like, mm -hmm. you get a widow who can see through walls, she can take out an entire team, you know, that sort of thing. But this game, the abilities, what they're designed to do is more area control. Yeah, you have someone like Jet, who's very movement-based, but you have, like, Sage, who can put up ice walls that you can create ways to walk through. You have uh, so Brimstone, me. who can not fight. Brimstone, who can drop down a bunch of little uh, smoke screens that are across the map, so before you even enter, you have these walkways covered so people can't see what you're doing. And just, I love the idea of this area control, so you can force people to play the way you want to play. And that's really yeah. a cool style of play. It sounds to me like when being an outsider kind of watching like competitive CSGO, because uh -huh. if you watch like people that are good at Counter-Strike, uh, a lot of it is area control. You know, the way they use smoke and grenades and things like that is all about area control and forcing people to go specific ways that you want them to go. This seems right. like a more um, a friendlier way to get those things into people's hands. You don't have to yeah. be a master to understand smoke grenades in this game. Uh, right. And I would say in Counter-Strike, you kind of do. Right. And that makes perfect sense because, yeah, you're going to have the people who can just put the smoke grenade at the right spot and just sprint right through it and take exactly what they want but here you have like a brick wall that no you cannot walk through that so it is got it's a lot more friendly in that way well you can if you're the kool-aid man <laughs> but this is valorant and they haven't added the kool-aid man yet so. well then the game's <laughs> It's oh it's only a matter of time, right? That's be gonna be the first for that first crossover. <laughs> but uh, I love it. It's so much fun, and uh, I am excited to play more of this, especially considering this is the beta, the closed beta at that. So right. I've been loving it. I definitely like. I want to give it more of a shot. Um, I haven't been playing much, um, but I do kind of want to give it a try. Right. And we'll yeah, have to play some more. I think we played one more. Uh, I'm not listening to Austin anymore. Don't care to ever uh, play it. It looks I awful. Can mute him. Um, looks yeah, like it came out in 2008. So, one thing that I didn't mention, and Austin actually reminded me of this, thank you very much, is I love how optimized it is because, like, you can be playing on a shitty PC and just it, it's going to run. They designed it that way, so like you can play this in, on any computer. I love that. I mean, that's what they're good at, right? Like the league is the same way. League of Legends yeah. can run on a, uh, probably on a Raspberry Pi, um, right? Because they understand that the the if this can run on anything, we're gonna have more people play it, right? I love and that. Their their community is definitely welcoming the new a bunch of new players. So, Austin. I don't understand. Just stop. <laughs> um, I mean, I again, I to be fair, I don't think their community is any more toxic than the community I deal with in Siege. So Except I don't get I don't get banned from Siege for not doing well for rounds. And I don't think, yeah. as a person who has played MOBAs, um, and as a person that you have never played MOBAs, I will say I've never been banned for not playing well either. And dumb. I'm going to be honest, 
I'm terrible. Play him. Can can you just like black him out for a little while? I, think I can. I can mute him. Out. But <laughs> in uh, in the purposes of everybody understanding what you can't we're mute me, with, that violates my First Amendment. <laughs> This you don't have First Amendment on the podcast that um, I pay for. Um, so drink your goddamn PBR bullshit seltzers. <laughs> it's and actually just a get... turnoff. Oh, Red even worse. And Red White Berry, USA, USA. That's why it's getting so belligerent. It's the Smirnoff. Yeah, USA. <laughs> yes, it's. So apparently Austin can't uh, drink Smirnoffs. <laughs> but um, what we can drink is more information about Final Fantasy VII. All right. I'll listen so, to that. That's okay. I have a... I'm actually at the, just about at the end of the game. I put in 35 hours-ish, which is right around what I've heard like the like the game is. I've completed every side quest along the way, except for the ones that are on a branching path that I need to go back to once I complete the game. And um, the one thing I haven't heard is... The one thing I don't know yet is I have not seen the ending yet, which I've heard is kind of controversial. And I'm assuming that's controversial to the players of the original game. So I question how... What I've heard is the people that came in playing Final Fantasy VII who have played it like you know twenty years ago, the ending. Yeah, but I'm gonna say this and say this about any person who comes into a remake of a game or a movie or a remake of anything. You can shut the fuck up. Not you, Austin. (laughs) Those people. Because I but Austin too. I felt really, I, I felt really attacked. No, I heard that and it kind of upsets me though, because you know I get the remaking a game, but uh, for to bring new people into it, but they all it's also should be. I don't a, think that's the purpose of it though. I don't think the purpose is to have people experience Final Fantasy VII again. I think their purpose is to have them experience this new version yeah. of Final Fantasy VII. I, yeah, and that's what this whole game has been. So, like, right. what I hear, whenever I hear the people who sit there and say, "Well, it sucks," I sit there like, "Shut the fuck up!" You, you're probably just sitting there sad that they didn't keep it exactly the way you remember it, and I just hate that mentality. So, which I'm fine with I, that. But from what I've heard, like both people that played Final Fantasy VII like originally and new people, is they just don't like the ending. I've heard uh, people like it though. Like it's do, it's split, and honestly, that's what I'm looking in a in an ending. I don't want to sit there and be like everyone's sitting there like that was a good ending. I want it to be fucking controversial. I want people to have to think about it. If it's not, then what the fuck was the point of playing it? So. I'll say fuck a few more times. So to enjoy your experience playing a video game, what's so hard about no, that? That's what I I enjoy that. I get it. If you want, if and you want I'll be... go turn on the talk radio. Okay. That's not gonna happen. But um, <laughs> no, I I get what Jason is saying too because it, it makes sense that if everybody likes something universally it almost always is garbage okay and the thing that pops into my head off the like right off the top of my head and i understand that this is this isn't an accurate statement but this is what i thought of is star wars right everybody seems to love and i'm talking the original trilogy of star wars they're objectively terrible 
Oh, New Hope is so bad. Like you yeah, go back there. Yeah, awful it. movies. And I, I mean, I rewatched. Uh, I think I wanted to watch all the original three before the last. Uh, you know, the Rise of Skywalker came out. And you know, you're going back, and especially New Hope, because the acting is so bad. Luke's a whiny uh, little bitch. Yeah, he kind of sucks. Uh, um, but, I mean, once you get to like the other, the, but that's my main complaint is New Hope, and I get what you're saying. So keep going. But that's like the, that's the thing. Like if if everybody agrees on a universal truth that something is good, it's almost that they didn't push you far enough. Right? They didn't take any risks. Right. They didn't challenge you, and that's what. Uh, I'm going to get controversial here. That's why I don't like a lot of the new Marvel movies because, like, they don't challenge you. They're pure spectacle. And, like, I get it. There's a place for that in the theaters. But but they don't challenge you. you got to give them credit that they're willing to let the bad guy win. Until are... he loses in the next movie. Okay, right. but... The guy always mind. wins. That's why I love Civil War almost more than any of the other movies is the bad guy wins in Civil War. No one ever thinks about this. (laughs) He broke up the Avengers and got everything done, like, blew up, okay? I actually just watched watched Infinity War like two days ago, and (laughs) Alexis is like, why do we watch this? It sucks! (laughs) This is so bad! The hero should win! (laughs) Life. Heroes Back to Final Fantasy. Back to Final Fantasy. Speaking of Square Enix, Marvel. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, so uh, I'm glad to hear I, that Jason in has enjoyed it up to this point, and I'm excited to hear what you think of the ending. As somebody who would call yourself a fan of Final Fantasy, yeah. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say when it finally right. finishes. And I do want to make a quick parallel to what you were talking about a little bit earlier. Like, you were talking about, if you look back at Star Wars, they're the original trilogy, they're terrible movies. If you look back at Final Fantasy VII, the original, the translation is awful. The story is fucking everywhere. Oh god, Clouds I wasn't gonna ditch. say anything, but I'm glad you <laughs> well, did. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh so yeah. like I'm sitting here like I can love Final Fantasy VII, but it has a lot of faults. So I'm glad that they're taking it in a way that might have a few more risks, and I've loved the risk that take that they've taken so far. Um, to be honest, Final Fantasy VII, like the original, from like the PS One days, not my favorite Final Fantasy. I know so. it's all Final Fantasy VI all the way. Like uh, I actually liked eight. I don't Final know, Fantasy VI all the way. I heard I actually never played six, which is like one of the. <laughs> I'm a three uh, apologist. Are so, you talking about Japanese three or are you talking about American three? I'm kidding. I've never played them. <laughs> so uh, I didn't. I didn't play seven until honestly. Actually, probably about ten years ago now, maybe longer. I was still in high school, so it's definitely about right. ten years ago when I actually played seven. Uh, but I grew up with eight. And I think that's why I have an affinity to eight. But right. eight compared to seven, the story flows, I think, better. And I actually would like to see a remake of that one coming right. up in the future. That or nine or even six. I've heard six is really good. So yeah. um, obviously, seven. The remake is a huge hit. People love it. I'm still gonna get it. I keep talking right. shit. I'm just being a the devil's advocate over here. I but I think uh, like it, I think to kind of clarify that whole thing, it's like a joke I saw about Zelda the other day. It's like which Zelda is the best Zelda ever, 
and it's whatever one came out when you were 12. Yeah. So I looked. Yeah. It was Wind Waker. Right? And so yeah, like, uh, and a lot of people play, say that, that everybody like loves Wind Waker. Right? I don't know. Right. I, I've never played it. But I mean, that's the thing, right? It, it's a, it's totally a rose uh, colored glasses thing, right? It's, uh, this is the game that I have the most affinity for because it's the game that I played the most and I loved because it, it introduced me to it, right? For me, it's probably Halo. Like, I have rose colored glasses for Halo. I think it's the <laughs> best one of those games. Hey, or actually, I think, probably I mean, Jason, Halo Jason 3. Jason can agree with me on this one, but Metal Gear, this franchise of Metal Gear, is also one of those that we will stand behind, like, 100%. <laughs> And yeah. in terms of like Final Fantasy, like I think a, like a lot of people have this affinity for Seven because of when it came out and when it like and that was the first one that they fell in love with. And so, so yeah, my yeah my like, comparison if you're gonna, to those... if you're going go to do anything that goes against that nostalgia factor, of course people are going to get upset. Yeah, the same way as if you remade Star Wars: A New Hope today. With J.J. Abrams as the director, everybody <laughs> would freak out. Yes, they would. And, like, this all goes back to one of the first things I saw that kind of spawned this kind of culture around this. It's not so much the nostalgia, but people want things, you know, to be exactly what they want. They want that neat package at the end. And I think of the controversy surrounding Mass Effect 3's ending. I still sure. cannot fucking stand the well, gamers that got pissed at the end of that because I, I think I they're love, like, it's their but, choice. But you know the fact that like, the fact that they did a DLC that changes the ending of that game is just wild. That's the part that pisses me off. Because, because at they, that point, they caved to what the gamer, quote unquote, was like, well this is dumb, I don't like it. And they're like, okay, well here's a different DLC to change the ending of Mass Effect 3. Uh, yeah. And that's what I have to look back at. And, like, the, this culture that's been... This has to be exactly what I want, and it can't be any different, or I'm going to fucking hate you. More of the story... Where, for me, where it goes back to. The gamer culture sucks. Let the developers do what they want and enjoy their product, damn it. I think Don't in like general... Culture... Our culture just sucks. Yeah, All around. That, that too. <laughs> so... I don't think it's just the gamer culture. I think it's uh, just about everyone. So Final yeah. Fantasy VII, it's a good game. Fantastic game. I love it so far, and I'm excited to see this ending that's pissing some people off. Yeah. And Another I'm excited game to hear. To be honest, I bet when I, get, if, when I get there, I'm like, oh, that was okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd probably be in the same boat because I'm like, yeah, I have no nostalgia for this. Right. Now, you know what's twice as good as Final <laughs> Fantasy VII? Final oh, Fantasy man. 14. Oh man, I'm back Matt. into it. Matt. I I set it down for a little while while new games were coming out and I was starting to I got a lot into Rocket League. I got a lot of new games that came out mm -hmm. that I was keeping up with, but I got a text from my friends the other day, "Hey, let's jump back on Final Fantasy 14." So uh I upped that subscription again and I've been playing with my group of friends and I love this game. It's it's a lot of fun, and it's 
pretty typical in the MMO sphere, but it's the aesthetic that I like, you know, Final Fantasy. I've played every single one, so when it comes to for Final Fantasy fourteen, it just it hits the right spots for an MMO that it needs to. His Jason and the, the Jollies. The, the right, yeah, exactly. And I finally hit uh, Stormblood, the new the DLC, so I am one away from the final DLC, and I have over 200 hours into this game, so the content is pretty staggering. It's insane. Yeah? Alright! Yeah. I uninstalled All right. it, finally. Yeah. Uh, the other day, and I kind of figured... It was just taking up too much space. I probably would have kept it because I did kind of think about, oh, maybe someday I'll get back into it. It was right. just taking up too much space. I've got too many shitty uh, drug simulators to uh, I mean, download. you got to have more drug simulators. Like, if Final Fantasy's getting in the way of that, I, I understand that. That demo was like six gigs, and I can't figure out why it was so big. Because <laughs> um, it was literally stuff. bigger than uh, a lot of, like, full games that I have. So I couldn't and figure it, out. Like, it, it definitely installed mining software. Probably. Like I'm probably. I'm definitely mining, mining now. Yeah, um, between it and Cooking Mama, which I installed on my Switch, I am going to you're, be rich in Bitcoin. You're mining away. Uh, you're making someone else rich in Bitcoin. Shit. <laughs> um. So yeah. Speaking uh, of making other people rich. Sure. Everyone's um, giving me money. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jason's Venmo is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy Seven lover at. Venmo.com. Um, so send in increments of one hundred dollars. Thank you. Correct. Um, which we will then convert into bells. Um, so, anyways, uh, unless you guys have what? any other games, um, we don't have much in the term in like the Not world really. of news. Um, Nothing's and happened. I, so I hate to bring this up. I really do because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of talking about it. I think everybody's sick of hearing about it. Um, and I really did think in my head, I was like, let's just not, let's just not talk about it. But, um, at the same time, it's news. I decided we're going to, because it's like literally all we have. Um, we're talking about COVID-19, the coronavirus, um, which we made it this far without bringing it up. Many I, people I, I, are, uh, quarantined in their homes right now. Um, and many people aren't. Uh, the, re and the reopening has begun. The reopening has begun, at least according <laughs> to GameStop. <laughs> so um, the the new story I included was... Remember, um, the GameStop refused to close because they considered themselves an essential business. Correct. Um, so as this happened, uh, the big news out of this was that GameStop potentially and I, I want to add the word potentially because some of the articles I was reading about this did not include that but they did say potentially so I want to give them the benefit of the doubt here although let's be real I probably shouldn't um so uh their statement was the company has begun the process of reopening stores in Italy Germany Austria and the states of South Carolina and Georgia and is preparing for the potential to reopen in other operating countries and states in the coming week um most or I shouldn't say most I said uh this says one third of GameStop stores 
are currently closed um, and the rest sell them curbside or sell games curbside, um, which the CEO in this statement said that they've done about 90% of the business that they were expecting to do anyways. Um, so they didn't take that big of a hit, um, which I find really surprising and shocking. But um, I guess the final thing is is that um, management, including the CEO, um, are all taking uh, pay cuts to help keep the business afloat. Um, and well, so, good. like the Polygon article noted that um, the board of directors are taking, I think, like a fifty percent pay cut, which now, of course, includes Reggie. Um, from former from no Nintendo. So Nintendo. No Nintendo. Um Nintendo is no closing for no quarantine. Um so yeah, basically GameStop uh might be open quicker than other things in your your state. <laughs> Which I mean really bugs me. I get yeah. it though, because with how many people are staying home, they're playing video games and no, I get why they think they're essential or want to be open because you know gaming is now it. becomes I get it because gaming has become such a big thing with the staying at home quarantine that you know people are wanting to buy games and you know do I agree with that argument? No, do I get it? Yes no i don't I don't say I agree with it because you just you don't download an Amazon. You could just download, buy anything online, but and get it shipped directly to you. Or just go to your PlayStation, go to your PC, go to your Switch, and download the game. And you don't right. even need to go to Amazon. I did, I did say digital download, Jason. So. You said Amazon, though. That's what I'm saying. And you can go directly to the console you want, download whatever the fuck you want. Fuck GameStop. Uh, the opinions uh, stated in this podcast do not direct the uh, or do not uh, uh, please don't sue us is what I'm trying to say <laughs> I mean GameStop open if you want I mean it's, sure I mean why, 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 why I'm not going to stop you're, you're a business I mean we, have, we already have places in Idaho like we still have a stay at home order for another week and we already have businesses open as does the rest we, of the states Literally, literally, uh, is the response is we don't care. So, you know, sure, open up. If people even go shopping right now, because people still aren't. Oh, they're not staying home. I will one hundred percent guarantee. Oh, I will tell you that too, because I see people (laughs) every fucking day. I'm like, why are you? Why are you driving? Go home. Yeah, the more businesses you open, the more people will. I would try to teach you a lesson, old man. Is on its way. I'm just saying. I'm not happy with. I think we need. Move. I think we need to stop this. It's gone too far. It's all everything. Everything's gone too far. Uh, I think yep. we should just burn it all down and restart. How about that? Everything. Yeah. Um the the National Republic of Florida is <laughs> going to be a wonderful location to live at the end of this. <laughs> yeah, not gonna happen. Fine, I'll fight for that. You're gonna fight. You're gonna fight, Florida. No, I don't know. Open it. Austin's coming with that knife. Ah! Have you have you seen what comes out of this state? <laughs> Meth and gators in Florida. You're gonna man. need more than that. It's true. 
Florida man in alone. I gotta, I gotta stand off to him. Um, I don't understand why y'all just don't leave us behind, but that's me. Um, so, anyways, so yes. Are you, are you saying Florida's holding back the whole United States? No. <laughs> I would never say something like that. I am. I would say that if you cut us off and made us like a prison state, not much would change. Most likely not. I think that does uh, it for us today. Um, yeah. I, I don't. Like I said, the news has been really slow. Um, who would have guessed? So I don't know. Um, I'm continuing to just kind of chill and play games. And um, I've been watching a lot of nature documentaries on Netflix. Um, there's some good ones out there. Uh, I, I will try to play more games to talk about besides the three <laughs> I've been playing for the last three weeks. Uh, I did buy Resident Evil 2, and I just haven't even played nice. it. So, um, But I've, it's all I've been thinking about playing for the last week since I bought it, and I just haven't started it really need to get into the, like do that because I really want to play number three but I wanted to play number two before I play number three chronological if that makes any sense so <laughs> cool and I need to play more I need to play more Doom I yeah. still haven't played Doom Eternal I bought that too damn yeah that's that's a... I'm, turning, I'm turning into Matt <laughs> over here. I know. I bite all these games and I don't even play them until like six months from now. Welcome. Welcome to the life that I live. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, I don't know what else to add to this. Um, I think we're, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. So, um, until I figure out what to say, you can find us on com. We're also on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, that's it, right? That's yeah. it. That's it. Dry spell radio. Um, you can find us. Uh, and yeah, uh, thanks for listening. We are on SoundCloud. If you don't know that already, Dry Spell Radio, uh, uh, SoundCloud. And yeah, or Twitch, or Twitch. Like we're right now. Twitch. You, you, Twitch you t- might be watching. Twitch.tv slash Dry Spell Radio. We, we follow did follow us, a... so you can Go watch ahead. us live. If you are listening to this post live. We did get a few comments, no com- no questions, but uh, a fluffy starfish says, "Dream Daddy changed my life." Yes, he was. And, I was uh, streaming uh, Dream Daddy for him. And then we have raining to twenty one twelve talking about Star Wars when we were doing that. It's a remake. Remake New Hope. was uh, the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. So he it is, is not true. wrong, <laughs> actually. And someone goes the tar just said a. Hey. Yeah, hey. Thanks for listening and watching, everybody. Uh, until next week, uh, as said, you can follow us on any of those platforms. Um, and yeah, we will continue playing games and we will continue thinking about games. Stay safe out there. Stay inside as long as you possibly can. And we will be back next week. Come hell or don't, high water. Don't, don't listen to us. You do what you want. <laughs> Goodbye, listen everybody. Listen to us. <laughs> Listen to us. We are gods. Thank you, everybody, and see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.